Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be. We thank you for tuning in to episode two of the Founding Fellows podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Zach Rainsford, and this is your other host, Braden Hind. Braden, how's it going? Uh, doing well, doing well. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. Just down in Windsor, um, feeling good. So last episode, we got some feedback. Uh, people were wondering who we are. So let's talk about that right off the bat. I'll hand it over to you for that one. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, we can kind of give the backstory how we even met. Uh, came close. I think third year university, we started hanging out a lot. Of, kind of our groups came together, I think. Um, knew of each other first and second year. I think we actually both were talking to the same girl at one point. Uh, probably weren't too fond of each other in the early <laughs> stages. Uh, ended up coming together, being pretty good friends. Uh, played hockey together throughout university. Um, yeah, background for me, I guess, short and sweet. I'm from Waterloo, went to the University of Windsor where I met Zach, did my master's in, in France, um, and now I'm here in my parents' basement. So <laughs> so it all turned out pretty good. <laughs> turned out just as I wanted it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm um, Zach. I'm from small town Tara, Ontario. Shout out Tara. And uh, I moved away to school when I was 17 to the University of Windsor as well. I completely forgot that's how uh, Braden and I kind of found out about each other but that's a that's a true story that's funny <laughs> i think there was one day actually uh, i remember i first year i jumped a fence when it was snowing i like almost tore a ligament in my in my ankle it was like a tennis ball i remember this one night but i remember the next day i think i was hanging out with that you know the girl in question and we were walking on campus and i think you and your friends walked by and you guys just started like cracking up because i'm just hobbling on these crutches <laughs> with this girl and i was just like i remember though I, I wasn't angry i think i remember finding it so humorous myself i'm like you know i don't even know this guy but like it was just one of those things we had tension but i was like how could i not laugh at this like i'm wobbling around on crutches with this girl and he's oh, just hilarious. walking by it's funny <laughs> but uh, you notice the top i'm wearing oh you can't really see in the, in the camera no what you got there rangers you, you familiar with scottish uh, football soccer at all um not really not really well, well the little backstory i actually have a funny story to, to lead in this into this after kind of goes hand in hand with what i just said about doing school in france so you have two prominent teams of the crazy history in, in Scotland. You have Rangers uh, who are the, historically were, were the Protestants um, side of religion. And then you have Celtic who was you know, aligned with the Catholics. So in the UK, there's a lot of history between the Catholics and Protestants. Even to this day, it's actually still a bit of a thing up in, in, in parts of Ireland and Scotland. And I didn't know this. So I was actually, when I was over in France, I had a group of friends, you know, English, Scottish, Irish, and I remember we were at this bar one night and my, my one buddy, my one Scottish buddy worked at an Irish pub and he worked with these Irish girls I had never met. And I, this is, so this is just caught me out of the blue. I had no idea. So I, I'm Protestant. I don't really practice religion. I got my own beliefs, I guess there, but you know, textbook Protestant baptized, whatever. And he told her that because he was Catholic and he'd always make jokes about it. And it was, I, I kind of just water off a duck's back. You know what I mean? Like I'm not enthralled in this world. So she's hammered out of her mind. She literally steps back and she goes like, they can't see what I'm doing, obviously, but she does like the little horns on her head, right? With her, with her hands. Yeah. She started moving her leg back like a bull and she fucking speared me what? in the bar. She speared me in the bar and called me. She's like, oh, you fucking proddy like this and that. Like, and then she starts laughing and shit. But I was like, the fact that this causes this sort of like social reaction, it blew my mind. And then I went, I went to Scotland to see, you know, my cousins and I was, I was, 
in the city called Sterling and I was, I was wearing my Rangers shirt and he's like, we were supposed to watch the game. This is actually when COVID was happening. We were supposed to watch the game as Celtic Rangers, iconic matchup. And you know, my family over there is Catholic. So they're, they're Celtic fans. And, you know, they kind of chirped me a little bit here and there, but he's like, if we go to the game tomorrow, I actually end up getting canceled for COVID, but he's like, if we go to the game tomorrow, or even a pub, you can't wear your shirt in there because wow. like they won't let you into the pub or worse. They'll beat the shit out of you. Diehard fans. Holy smokes. Nuts over there. I know we Sounds just got like sidetracked there, but fans. yeah, seriously, <laughs> man. But it was, it was not sidetrack story, but uh, I'm sure someone got a kick out of that story. <laughs> well, talking about getting uh, the pulp beat out of you, we've got some boxing news to cover. So yep. let's dive into this. Take Floyd Mayweather, his record's like 50 something to know. And Logan Paul, his record, 0-2. <laughs> They're going to be fighting. So <laughs> we've got a couple of uh, numbers to run through here for this one. So let's start with the payday for these guys. So Floyd Mayweather, obviously, probably you can argue this one way or another, the greatest boxer that there's ever been. He's getting paid uh, $6 million plus 50% of the pay-per-view. And Logan Paul is getting paid 200000 and 5% of their pay-per-view. So that difference there is very stark. Yep. Yeah. And uh kind of makes sense considering you got a 50 and something an O versus an O and two. So what do you think about that fight? Do you, do you have any uh, favorites? I know Logan Paul's six foot two Mayweather, I believe is five, eight. So like, I mean, Paul's got a big size advantage and he's young too, right? Like he's yeah, like, got to be slowing down. Yeah. Like I think, yeah, as you said, best pound for pound fighter probably in, in history mm-hmm. of the sport, but I don't know. He's got the size advantage. I think Logan's 6'2", 220 ish. I think he's he's well built, athletic. One thing that I did notice when I watched the the fights against KSI is he he just lacks that killer instinct that his brother has, and we'll get into his brother in a second. But he lacks that killer instinct, um, and when faced down with you know the best pound for pound pound for pound boxer, excuse me, of all time, and I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's going to win this fight. You know, Floyd's what five eight five nine, I believe. Yeah. Um, he's small, but he's he's tactical and, he, and he's and he's a clinical finisher. Like he, he's not going to. And what I mean, what I mean, yeah, what, life. yeah, what I mean by that is he's not going to go for a knockout. And a guy this size, he's not going to get a knockout, but he doesn't need a knockout. Yeah. He's just uh, he's tactical and how and how he fights. And I, you know, it, it's going to the numbers is quite funny too, but even a 5% pay-per-view on a fight like this is going to be cha-ching. Like he's making yeah. a lot of money and like Floyd is obviously taking this fight just to pad the pockets a bit, but yeah. What, what's your take on it? Well, it, I think we should just probably explain for our listeners who don't know who Logan Paul is, or even you mentioned KSI. These guys are YouTubers. So they've made their fame. I think Logan Paul maybe started on the old Vine app. And uh, mm-hmm. he turned into YouTube. Now he does daily uh, vlogs, like videos every day. And these guys have basically just gotten a following of like teenage uh, fans and stuff. And they, yeah, they yeah. T- some have grown with them, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're trying to make a transition into sports. So they're calling everybody out left, right, and center. I know Jake Paul's said some stuff to, um, Conor McGregor and uh, Jake Paul's also talked about fighting uh, Evander Kane. Well, maybe Evander Kane's more so talked about that one. Evander Kane being an NHL player for the San Jose Sharks. Yep, so, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that Logan Paul is going to be able to to beat him. If he does, he's going to get one hard, lucky punch in. 
but that's mm-hmm. just going to be because of the size and the reach difference there. Like, yeah, exactly. Those and guys like, are completely different fighters in a normal, like mm-hmm. in a normal boxing world, we would never see these guys go up against each other. Like if Logan Paul is like just a boxer, not like a notorious internet uh, sensation, you're never going to see this fight. So no. And, and him and his brother, uh, the, the two Paul brothers, they're, I think they, they did quite well at the high school level for wrestling. I don't think I'm going to be on that, but I, I think Jake seems to be more of a all-around athlete. Um, Jake's a bit smaller too. He's six foot. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with him, the backstory for people as well, he's actually been, he just had a fight against Nate, Nate Robinson, the uh, ex NBA player and knocked him out. Um, but his, his fight previous, he was on the undercard for the KSI and Logan Paul fight and, and fought KSI's younger brother who was, you know, it's a bit of a joke to be honest. Um, so kind of him swinging his dick around talking about his professional boxing record and everything that he has is a bit of a, a bit of a sham, but I think the point or the part that will actually attract someone high end, um, is the fact just what his name carries and the publicity that it carries. Uh, Logan Paul's fight will be big, but I think the next fight that Jake Paul has will probably be, uh, bigger. And mm. uh, he called out Conor McGregor's wife the other day. Did you have a chance to watch that clip? That was insane. We talked yeah. about like Kyrie Irving disrespecting media oh. members last <laughs> yeah. episode. This took disrespect to a whole new level. I don't even want to say what he said. Like, you guys can look it up. Jake Paul, yeah. uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah, look up was, what he said. But like, yeah. the gist is pretty much he called his wife a four. Um, and said he was scared to fight him. Blah blah. blah. Um, yeah. Pretty pretty classless but that's just kind of way he is i think it's his mantra he just wants to be a villain on the internet uh, i don't agree with it but at the end of the day as i just mentioned it's going to sell yeah it's going to sell regardless so yeah i don't know i don't think there's a deal in place i think he offered him 50 million his team apparently he found someone to back the fight and guarantee 50 million to, to make that offer supposedly uh, not sure if that if that's true and you know as you mentioned you have nhl players like evander kane and ryan reeves trying to trying to fight jake paul but it's like I, if I was in Jake Paul's position, I, I wouldn't listen either. Yeah. No, like you see no the social media no. followings, it's, it's literally makes zero sense of fight. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd have a good chance of losing, especially against Revo. Um, you know, Evander Kane quite possibly as well. It's not like Jake's a, an amateur anymore. He actually does train 24 um, seven. But yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, uh, that, I, that I said, but it's just kind of, it's a bit of a mess. No, I think we've touched on it enough. It's uh it's going to make a lot of money at the end of the day. It's, I don't know if it's going to be that good of a fight, but it's going to make a ton of money. So, and, uh, moving on from boxing, I know holidays, Christmas, what, what is it now? Eight days away. What, what day is, I don't even know what the day is. I don't even know. It all blends together at this point. Yeah. It's the 17th. So we got okay. eight days till Christmas. You got any, any, uh, crazy traditions you do? Um, crazy traditions. Well, usually we go to like, uh, the Christmas Eve church ceremony. Uh, not going to be doing that this year, obviously. You do um, strike me as very holy, so I'm not surprised there at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, another one we usually do, my mom, this one's for her. She always makes uh, my sister and I mm-hmm. kind of, we put out uh, cookies and stuff for Santa. That started when we were like young. And I, this is embarrassing, but it, you know, it's a tradition. So we'll talk about it. <laughs> and she always takes this picture of us and my sister and I just growing up. So we have one from every year, uh, Christmas Eve, we've got our Santa cookies out and like carrots and stuff for the reindeer. And she makes us 
you guys can't see me, but I'm making these little antlers <laughs> with my hands. Can confirm so, he's making antlers <laughs> with his hands. So yeah, we, we go like that. We make uh, antlers with our hands on our heads and uh, my sister and I get a picture together. And that one's just to, I've tried to get out of it for about the past, I don't know, maybe seven to eight years now, <laughs> but I've had no luck. Um, even my dad's on board. I think he's just doing it to make fun of me at this point, but he's like, yeah, get the picture, get the picture. And I'm like, ah, come on, you get in. And he's like, no, no, it's not the tradition. Yeah, sure, <laughs> does, uh, does your sister have a boyfriend? Yeah. Does he yeah. try to, to sneak in or what? That's not tradition? a bad idea. We should get Jordan in there this year. That's yeah, just trying like because like, if you do that, right, you disrupt the tradition, and then if you're not on board the next year, and you know who knows if he's in the picture, knock on wood, right? I hope he is. Uh, good guy, <laughs> good guy, good guy. Um, what's his name? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Shout out Jordan. And uh, you know, it could be a way to disrupt things. Maybe you can weasel your way out of it. Who knows? Yeah, true. Maybe we could just make it like Sarah and Jordan now. Yeah, you just swap out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I've uh, done my time. Time to get him in. <laughs> I don't really have too many yeah when i was a kid we used to do like a picture on the stairs coming down me and my dad and my sister um, oh, you guys don't do it anymore no because we're not all under the same roof anymore mm-hmm. um so you know kind of tough on on that front um maybe i'll let my mom know that yep yeah my uh my stepmom really loves this she has this tradition she does where you have to i can't remember what the ornament is but it's a certain ornament and you, you find it and then you can open the first gift is something she, she's done. So I, I've adopted that. I don't mind doing that. It's kind of something to like look forward That's to in the morning if you can find it. But uh, I, I will not play, you know, Elf on the Shelf or any of those stupid games. <laughs> uh, if you do and you're listening to this podcast, you know, I don't give a shit. All right? it's, stu- <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. Uh, if you're over the age 18 and you don't have any kids around, you're playing that game. You know, have you seen un- the uh, unfollow the... me on every social media? <laughs> savage have you seen the memes going around lately that's like instead of elf on the shelf it's like i think um one of them yesterday was the the golfer jason day oh that's uh, I it was seen like that. jason day on a sleigh and it's just like <laughs> taking these like celebrities and stuff and putting them like putting their picture on something that like it rhymes with them so <laughs> see i'm on board with that because that's funny innovative yeah, it's jokes. but if, if you're playing elf on the shelf and you're riled up about it it's inexcusable Whoa. I just got uh, a notification on my phone here. Sorry for texting and podcasting, but oh. this one's crazy. This this might be the end of Henrik Lundqvist's career. Jeez, I don't want to breaking. You're breaking news right now. I don't want to speculate it, but here uh, Lundqvist out for season. Heart conditions will prevent Henrik Lundqvist from playing for the Capitals in 2021. So that's oh, that's brutal. That's I yeah. love Hank. Yeah. I, love I did. He's such a class act, man rocket as well, but. He a class act, what a career. And, you know, I, I hope he gets better. Um, obviously that's one of those things that's more important than the game is your health, right? Long-term health. Absolutely. Um, He's got a family and stuff, right? You got to prioritize yeah. that. And he knows that obviously. And the cops mm-hmm. know that and they probably just res- respect it. Obviously. Um, very tough, very tough to hear. And, uh, you have any, anything to add? No, I, I'm a goalie as well. And I, I love Lundy. He, I, if there's one guy in the league right now that I wish could have won a cup, well, I've got three. So that's actually a tough question. But Marlo, Joe Thornton, Henrik Lundqvist. Those are my top three guys right now that I'm like, these guys deserve a Stanley Cup. Probably Carey Price as well, yeah. yeah. Well, Price is still young, right? So, <laughs> oh yeah, Habs fan, forgot about that. Price is still, he's got time to win one, especially with that defensive core now. Ooh. That's, uh, let's hope the... 
French Canadian team uh, prevails in the next few years, but who knows? Yeah, let's say uh, maybe uh, not hope for that, but yeah, you know. Well, I kind of want to remind me actually. I just pulled up the the uh, what's trending on Twitter, and speaking of the French, I saw that Emmanuel Macron he is tested positive for COVID nineteen. Any thoughts on the the French president's COVID? Uh, how old is he? Is he doing okay? Is he in good spirits? Uh, I stuff? think he, he should be fine. I think he's like late forties. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think his wife's actually like 15 years older, something along Ooh, those lines. Cougar. Okay. Um, there was actually, I remember when I was in France, I'd, I'd always kind of ask my French friends what, what the deal was, if they liked him. And it was kind of all over the place, but one of the biggest knocks that they always brought up was that his wife was like way older than he was. And I think they were young when he met and there was like controversy about like how interesting, how they met and, and everything, but uh, kind of a, a side story. You got anything interesting on, cause we're on different Twitter feeds, right? I think I've got like a, I got the world one cause I don't have my, uh, yeah. location set. I've got uh, a little bit of world news as well from my trending Twitter topics. Nice. Russia. Of course, Russia. Russia. Russia is banned from using its name flag and anthem at the next two Olympic games. Does this surprise you? Because it does not surprise me. Now, was that from like uh, the previous doping controversy or what? Yeah, so I'll read it a bit more for you here. Um, this is from, I think the New York Times broke this story. On Thursday, the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Switzerland upheld the sports ban levied against Russia for doping, though it changed its duration from four years to two. The decision means that Russia will have no formal presence at the next two Olympics or several other major international sporting events. So yeah, it does. Jeez. I guess they filed arbitration like Russia did and uh, it got denied. Well, kind of, it got, uh, they got a shorter ban from four years down to two years, but uh, at the end of the day, got to stay off the Russian gas here, guys. Come on. Yeah, no, I got no remorse for Russia, especially when it comes to sports. Best thing to come Unless to Putin's Russia. listening, then we feel very bad for you. Yep. Unless Putin's listening, then, um, I, you know, I kind of hope they erase the ban. I hope you guys are yeah, lifted immediately. Yeah. Um, best thing to come out of Russia though, all honesty, Alexander Ovechkin probably facts. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not too surprised. You break what the rules. You got to pay the punishment, right? So exactly. Exactly. Okay. What else we got? Um, the NFL plans to invite vaccinated healthcare workers to the Super Bowl. Love that. Nice. I love, love that. Nice. That's probably the best move that the NFL has done in a while, actually. Have they have they figured out where the Super Bowl is this year? Yeah, it's in Tampa. Okay, Tampa. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Actually, speaking of uh, of Tampa, we were talking about the Raptors playing in Tampa last week. Um, they're actually going to be having fans in the crowd. Really? Uh, Thirty-five hundred, I believe, uh, fans max at a time. They're going to start to uh, introduce. I don't know if they. I don't think they have all, have yet. But I think they're going to slowly start to allow fans and reintroduce fans up to 3,500 is, is the current cap set. I wonder how that's going to work as far as uh, who those fans are going to be cheering for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> is it going to, like, yeah, now you get fans in, great. Is that revenue going to go to the Raptors then for like ticket well, sales? I'm is a, it going to, yeah, like, well, because I think, because they're probably playing out of their own arena, right? Is that, is that the setup? I think so, they're playing out of the same arena the Bulls playing. I think it's like Amali or A-M-A-L-I-E. Okay. But like there's no other NBA team playing out of there right now, right? No, no, there's no Tampa. Okay, so team. yeah, I imagine it's just, you know, it's kind of a normal setup. You pay, you know, fee or whatever it is to the building. I'm not sure the deal that they're going to, yeah. obviously, they, they have in place this year with being COVID. But yeah, no, I'd imagine. And it's interesting, actually, because you have less snowbirds down there this year um, than you typically would. 
Yeah, any year, any other year, it'd probably be pretty good. Uh, well, you get a bunch of 65, 70-year-olds packing the Tampa oh, Bay Raptors arena. They'd be low, know. but I'm sure you can find probably 3,500 people that are just itching and chomping at the bit to go watch a game, and you hope that they cheer for the Raps. <laughs> yeah, you know, those Bolts fans are huge, but maybe they'll uh, become Raptors fans now. I mean, they don't have an NBA franchise to cheer for there, so that's probably beneficial to them. And I don't want to call you out, but you know, speaking of the raps, last last episode, you were pretty confident about uh, Masai bringing in Giannis, oh, the Greek freak, and uh, it was just broken. Obviously, that he's a five-year, two hundred twenty-eight point two million dollar record-breaking deal. What is uh, what do you have to say? Well, I want to thank Masai first off for making me sound like a buffoon. So, <laughs> we literally, I think we dropped the podcast. Uh, an hour either before or after that news broke. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh no, we spent a good couple minutes talking about how I hope like Messiah can lure Giannis back to, to <laughs> Toronto and stuff. But I mean, the Bucks are paying him $556,000 per game. That That's is insane. Ludicrous. ludicrous. That's insane. That's like, he's just making that money off of his his deal right like he's not yeah that's just just his contract no, no endorsements yeah, no endorsements no other incentives or anything like that like that's just his contract that's insane so as far as what that means for the raps future you got to lock up Masai and Bobby Webster to long-term deals now in my opinion and then uh there's some big free agents still like this is going to be a big offseason for free agents and I might sound crazy for saying this, but Kawhi Leonard's deals up. And that is crazy. Had his time at home. I don't think that it really depends on how the Clippers do this year. Yeah, because they locked up think, George, right? Yeah, they've got George for a while. Um, but I don't think that the chemistry was there last year with that Clippers team. No. I think no. there were different levels. Like it was Kawhi and PG basically running the team. And then you've got all the other guys like Lou Will and uh hearts and stuff and he even left he switched the lakers so like you're seeing just maybe some locker room issues there and i don't yeah. think you saw any of that with the raptors so it'd be huge if i mean i don't expect it to happen but Kawhi goes back to the raptors that'd be insane that's what well, they be did the yeah because like it's interesting you mentioned the chemistry because they did just bring in uh ibaka right the clips just yep. brought in ibaka to maybe help with that chemistry what a dude um, baby exactly so i did you see that picture where it was actually uh Gasol, Ibaka, and, and Leonard. No, are they? In, yeah, like they were hanging out in no, no. Like it was mid-game. Like uh, oh, Kawhi yeah. and uh, Ibaka were were on uh, Gasol who had the ball or just passed the ball. It was a pretty interesting picture to see. Actually, that makes me want to cry. It is sad, but this kind of took me took me back by storm. I had no idea. Um, I had no idea Aaron Rodgers was was a part owner of the Bucks. I had no idea too. Yeah, I saw that and. Uh... Yeah, he was saying how big it is for like the Bucks and stuff, and I was shocked. I was like, "Well, that's kind of cool." Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of interesting how the whole sports world's kind of intertwined like that, right? Like you have mm-hmm. LeBron. I think he owns part of Liverpool. Yeah, uh, football club. Um, I hate Liverpool. Don't really like LeBron either. So that was, makes it easy for me. But uh... <laughs> and who is it? Uh, the Red Sox. They own another team as well, right? Fenway Group. Uh, I can pull it up here. If anyone, yeah, I, I feel up. like it's Tottenham, but stand by and I will probably make myself sound like an idiot here. Uh, no, they own Liverpool as well. Liverpool, yeah. yeah. Nice like work. a total ass. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just didn't want to go Liverpool because we just said LeBron owns part of Liverpool. So I was like, ah, there's no way, no way. But yeah, there, you see a lot of like cross sport uh, ownership groups and stuff like that. It's interesting. Yeah. Like, well, another sports news that, you know, kind of caught my eye the other day. I think I heard it yesterday on a podcast is that the Cleveland Indians are going to change their name. Now I know they've been uh, phasing up merchandise uh, for the last few years. Um, but what's your take on that? Um, well, when I think of the Cleveland Indians, what I initially think of is the movie series Major League. Okay. Have you seen that? Have you seen <laughs> no, Major no, League? No. National League movie. Real movie really series. good. It's so good. So basically, the storyline is this uh, person buys the Indians and tries to make them tank so they get no fans yeah. and they can uh, move down to somewhere in like Florida or something like that. And uh, basically, I think it's a, a woman. She brings in all of these players and uh, management roles type guys that just are inept, unable to do yeah. anything anymore. Like they're all washed up. They're brutal. But then they rally behind each other and they turn into a sick team. So uh, Charlie Sheen's actually in that movie. He's a wild thing. And oh, he's like dude, I favorite. know that movie. Yeah, I watched that with my dad. Like, dude, two months ago, it's an insane movie. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, okay, so, I just didn't know the name. Dude, that movie's sick. Yeah, so that's where I that's what I think of when I think of Cleveland Indians. But because yeah. Sheen ends up sleeping, if this is the right movie. He sleeps with a teammate's wife, correct? I can't is that remember the movie the specifics, but I think that's the movie. I think that's well, I'm assuming that's his like only baseball movie. So yeah, yeah, that would make sense. I think it's a series as well. Moneyball. That's a oh my god, that movie. one is like it doesn't even matter if you like baseball. That is just yeah. a sick movie. Like growing up, I wanted to be you know a GM in the NHL, and like that movie was just like so. Clutch. have you seen draft day like the nfl yeah that's yeah. a good one too that's, that's a, a really one. good one yeah and yeah. the cast in both those movies are sick mm-hmm. Brad like Moneyball's a bit more dramatic kind of that gloomy touch to it and you know yeah. film editing but uh, no they're both fantastic movies so yeah the cleveland indians to change their name i saw so i was reading through like some facebook comments and stuff yesterday that uh one of the somebody was just like fan joking around but they should change their name to the respectful baseball club of cleveland I thought that was funny. <laughs> I think two that I've seen, I've seen the spiders and the crows. Yeah, I think the like the spiders was that their team name like a hundred years ago or something like that. Like there was some uh heritage aspect there, I think. Um I'm not totally sure. I'm kind of trying to look into it now. Let me run the Google machine here. The Cleveland Spiders were an American professional baseball team based in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. The team competed at the major league level from 1887 to 1899. And their logo is actually like kind of sick. It looks like almost a Spider-Man logo with a C in it. That's pretty dope. Yeah. You're not going to get like five and like six year old kids to go to a game with the Cleveland Spiders. So that, yep. that's turned into a non-family event. We got to get some arachnophobia people in there. And then My you're sister get... would never go to a game. I'm going to call her out right now. <laughs> she could not even handle looking at these jerseys. And then you get the Marvel deal in there. They're like working with Marvel promoting <laughs> yeah. movies. Spider-Man they're like movies. filming like the next uh, Spider-Man, like while they're playing <laughs> Francisco Lindor just smacks a home run and like Spider-Man catches it. This would be jokes. The Cleveland blue Sox. <laughs> Cleveland blue. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's one of the, so you got the white Sox, the red Sox, the blue Sox. Exactly. And I love so how nice. it's all spelled wrong, like S-O-X instead of like S-O-X. Yeah. <laughs> they should be the blue S-O-C-K-S, like just spell it, spell it properly. Speaking of blue, uh, did you see that Biden has been declared again, but officially winning the college electorate? 
Well, that was a fire transition, by the way. Um, I've been learning from you, actually. I've just been, <laughs> I've been listening. I'm like, you know, here's a perfect time to hop in. That's so good. So good. Yeah. So we've got it down in our notes here. Will Trump concede? And I mean, I'm not too up on American politics. I remember when the uh, election was going on that I was absolutely in shock that Joe Biden and Donald Trump are the two best uh, candidates <laughs> yeah. that America has to yeah. offer. Not like America. What are you doing? If these no, are your seriously. two best candidates, like seriously, but yeah, we don't even have to jump joke. too much into it. I just, my take, you probably won't concede right now no. anytime soon. Uh, you know, even when he leaves the white house, he probably won't concede. No. Yeah. Let's I don't be think so. honest. But yeah, that's enough. That's enough politics for this episode. There's nothing really happening major and like, you know, major headlines in Canada at the moment. We kind of talked about some last episode, but maybe something a bit lighter. Something funny that my dad actually mentioned to me the other day, and I I didn't believe it. I had to look it up. I found the article that people in the UK right now have found thousands of gold coins and artifacts while wandering around during lockdown. Because like, obviously the UK has had just up and down lockdowns. Like they've been going yeah. full out. And obviously it's a bit different than Canada. We got all the different provinces and so much land. They're kind of landlocked on a little island. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, the rule of law is there. Like anything over 300 years has to be turned over to like the, the, the British Museum. And there's actually been like, hold on to this, all right? Hold on to your, your horses here. All right. 47,000 objects have been turned over to the museum this year. 47,000. So that's 47,000 objects over 300 years that have been turned over to the British Museum because people are buying these metal detectors. They're walking around the UK in fields <laughs> and shit. Dude, I'm not even joking. How crazy is that? So they're finding like, I was on the, the article and they're finding like these like Roman belts and coins and God. it's insane to me. Can you imagine? Start a podcast if you're that bored. Holy smokes. Oh, I know. But like power to these people because actually how it works is like they get paid by the British Museum. Oh, they do get paid. Oh, yeah. Like so I was going to bring like, that up. Yeah, yeah. No, so like, like the rule is if it's 300 years old, like they buy law, have to bring it to the museum, but then it works out a deal. Like, well, and, you know, people will be getting millions for shit. That they okay, buy. good. So Because I was going to be rattled. Like if you found something that, say you found two gold coins, like one that's 299 years old, you're like, perfect. I'm going to go yeah. sell this for like 75,000. <laughs> and then you've got like, say you've got like a 150,000 of like med school student debt and you. <laughs> You find two gold coins. You're like, yes, yeah. I'm set. Then the other one's dated 301 years. You're like, no, yeah, you got to give it back. <laughs> like, yeah, sonk. Sonk. But no, it's actually insane what they're finding man, over there. Like in Canada, we don't have that same type of history, right? Yeah. Uh, we obviously have the Native American history and there's a lot of beautiful aspects of it. And it's very interesting, but obviously like, technologically, they weren't as advanced. Um, so we're, we're not really... Mm-hmm. sitting on the same history obviously you can have stuff you can find coins and stuff i'm assuming from yeah the fur trade and everything in the 1600s and whatnot but just to have like you know, roman history at your feet can you imagine like you're you're just living on a farm you're like you know what i'm gonna buy a metal detector i have this couple acres of land i'm just gonna roam around see what i find like maybe i find some just random shit you find like a roman coins my aunt and her boyfriend just moved out into I don't know where it looks like just the absolute countryside though. I don't know if there's another house within a hundred kilometers of them and well, it's England. So there must be like yeah. a town or something, but uh, they've got to, they've got to get in on this trend. They could pay off their house yeah. in, in two coins. No, I'm not even joking. If they got the piece of land, just <clears throat> be like, yo, tell her husband to get him, get her a metal detector for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they're always out running and stuff too. So they're like, they run like trails and stuff like that. You just, Dude, shoes that are metal detectors. 
Oh, oh my God. Did you just, did you just become a billionaire? I think I might've <laughs> Elon Musk. He's definitely the type of guy to put that uh, idea into yeah. Holy <laughs> fruition shit. there. That's insane. That's insane. But now speaking of, uh, speaking of England and kind of got me back to my last kind of vacation when I was up in Scotland, but if you could pick any spot in the world right now, where would you go on vacation? Give me, actually, give me this. Give me like one kind of beach vacation and then one vacation that would be, you know, a touristy vacation because like they're totally different. Okay. Uh, beach, Bali, 100%. Bali? Okay. Yeah. That's I've, like, that's I've wanted to go to Bali for like my entire life. Isn't um, uh, isn't Yoon Olsen, speaking of him again, isn't he building this like villa in Bali? Have you seen that? It's Lombok, which okay, okay. I think is close. I think it's all the same general region. I hope. Cause we would have just sounded yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we're not really, we know we're a European uh, geography and maybe North American, but that's about it. Italy looks like a boot. So that's about what we know. <laughs> Past there. It's just a wish wash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it all blends together for us. Um, yeah. we're not that, we're not that well traveled. Uh, yeah. Bali though, for sure would be my beach destination. I want to learn how to surf. I can snowboard. So I'm hoping that, uh, it's kind of similar but I've heard that it's not. So it's just melted snow, right, man? Gnarly. Go <laughs> <laughs> shred some melted snow. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Bali and then uh, tourist destination. Huh? So I think this one's maybe a little off the cuff. Right. Uh, maybe a little, I don't know how touristy it really is, but I'm going to go with Zermatt, Switzerland. Okay. And why? Have you heard, have you heard of Zermatt? No, I haven't. No. So, Look up the Matterhorn right now, and I will talk and kind of explain why. So uh, the Matterhorn is this mountain in Switzerland, and it is absolutely jaw-dropping. And it's got this beautiful little... Oh, man. Yeah, that's gorgeous. That's nice, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I'd want to go right now. It's uh, got this beautiful town down in the at the foothills of the mountain, and it's just it's so picturesque. Um I would love to go yeah. there right now and snowboard. So I think that would be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Well, just quickly touching on that. I'm looking at like the, the picture of like the little city town. And, uh, actually reminds me my, my friend at school, he's from actually a place called gap in France. And, um, I went, I was lucky enough to go to his place in the French Alps uh, with his family and a bunch of my friends for a weekend. And we actually drove about an hour, 45 minutes from the Italian border in the French Alps. And we went to these like hot spring tubs and we were in the mountainside pretty much. And it was one of those like little ski villages and it was just covered in snow and it was gorgeous. It looks exactly like this, like you what the Matterhorn villages. That'd be so nice. It was, or Zermatt, I think it is, as you said, right? Um, so but, before man, you say, gorgeous. yeah, it, it looks incredible. Before you say your two destinations here, Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to touch on something real quick, which it ties into what we're talking about right now, but I am devastated lift tickets for blue mountain, which is kind of blue mountains, maybe half hour, 45 minutes from my parents' house. And I go there for like Christmas break and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are sold out. Jeez. So every single lift ticket over the Christmas break at blue mountain is sold out. And can you buy some on like a Gigi and shit, or are you just like out of luck? I'm going to try. I don't know if you can or not, but yeah, I don't know if like the demand's just through the roof this year because people can't do anything, yeah. or if uh, or if they've like limited their ticket capacity. I think it's probably a little bit of both. But mm-hmm. 
yeah, I just yeah, wanted to mention I'm not that. A big, uh, I'm not a big ski snowboard guy. Like I, I've done them both in the past, but it's just never really been my thing. Yeah. Um, but I know I respect it. And it's gorgeous going up in the hills. I just have terrible circulation in my hands and feet. Okay. So whenever I've tried to do that stuff, like, you know, regardless if I have layers on or like those special thermal gloves and socks and all that stuff, man, it's just like I end up like, freezing cold on my hands and my feet. And it's just like, that's not fun it's such a gross feeling. It's just kind of took away from the fun when I was younger, like skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. Um, but okay. My two, I would choose. There's either two. I'd either choose Turks and Caicos. That's good. Or Tulum. And, uh, in Mexico, there's actually this one specific resort. Tulum. I think it's in Tulum. How do you spell um, that? I think it's just T U L U M. I think I could sound like an idiot. Let me, let me confirm. Uh, yep. Yeah. No, yeah, I spelled Tulum. it correctly. I believe it's, uh, on the eastern side of, of Mexico. Um, I just want to confirm that. Yep, it is. Um, yep, yep. It's kind of near uh, Merida, but uh, eastern part of that little strip. So yeah, no, there's, a, there's actually a resort down there and there was this, I think it was this fitness YouTuber uh, named Steve Cook. And I think he stayed there. Funny, funny enough, I think Ian Olsen may have stayed there either. We keep plugging this guy. Like it's insane <laughs> here. Um, but I think there's a resort there that you actually go to and you kind of disconnect from the world. It's just gorgeous hmm. beachfront. Um, and, and the resort's kind of built around, you have these hammocks and everything's kind of outdoorsy. You don't have Wi-Fi. You put your phone away. There's no TVs and you kind of just, whoever you're there with, you connect with them. You just disconnect sense. from and you, society. And they even have a gym where it's like one of those sick gyms with like the big wood weights and like kind of coconut weight kind of thing going on where that you're like right sick. on the beach. It just looks gorgeous. And I think it'd be, especially in a time like this, it'd be such a nice spot to go to and disconnect from the world, uh, especially with everything going on. Um, touristy spot. Uh, I don't even, I asked the question without even knowing myself on that one. So let me think. Um, I would probably go right now off the cuff. Yeah. I'd probably go to Greece. I'd probably go to Greece, probably like my uh, or something like that. Or yeah, I'd probably go to Athens. I love Greek nice. mythology and Greek history. And then I'd probably hit up some of the islands, uh, some of the smaller islands and kind of just relax, soak up the sun, come back looking like a little Greek God ship. You know what I mean? <laughs> or a Greek God. I mean, yeah. yeah one or the other. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's probably, probably it. Is there uh, anything else you want to add today? We've kind of covered a lot. I feel. I, you know, I don't think so. Um, yeah. Greece. Great choice. This I'm just Googling Tulum right now. It looks incredible. Oh, I know. It's insane. I like, yeah, I don't even, when you think about Mexico, you think about Cancun and stuff. And I believe there's yeah. even stuff with, um, I'm thinking that far down. I don't think it'd be Aztec. It probably would be Mayan. I took a class on this. I should, I should know the different um, Native American groups that were in different parts of Latin America, but yeah, but I think they even have, you know, temples and stuff that are still standing. Yeah. I'm looking at some like just right on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks like this one. I think I've been here. Well, like there's a, like maybe you have, but there is a bunch like similar architecture, obviously all over Mexico. Yeah, I'm just getting deja vu because I've definitely been to, there was one that I went to uh, with my family. I can't remember. Was it Puerto Vallarta? <sighs> it could have been. I was younger, but I remember there was one really cool aspect of it. The Mayans, it was Mayan. Um, they built basically this like 
hole through one of their one of the walls of the temple and when mm-hmm. the sun shone directly through it it would only happen once a year so it like Jeez. reset the mayan calendar That's so insane. like they had somehow figured out the architecture to allow and like the position of the sun to go perfectly through this one like missing brick essentially what it is and it indicated the start of the new year and, yeah, uh, and and it's funny actually you mentioned that because I'm going back to that point before where I, I suggested that you know maybe N- Native Americans they weren't as uh, developed we should say in a lot yeah. of aspects of society, but uh, you know this is a case where there was an exception right you have um, aspects of Mayan culture and Aztec culture and even irrigation you know going way back that was very advanced but no that's it's it's like those crazy things man that just boggle your mind that they were able to do that way back then that makes me think of stonehenge like yeah. how like that's do you think how do you think they did that like are you one uh, of those alien conspiracy theorists flat earth guys or no i'm not a <laughs> Kyrie definitely not a, definitely yeah not definitely not a flat earther um thank goodness i do believe in i think it's it's crazy if you can sit back and think oh there's there's no life and there's no chance of life anywhere else. You know what I mean? I think there's obviously a chances are there's life somewhere else. Yeah. You no, know, never ending universe, whatever. So, but do I think it was done by aliens? Well, I haven't seen anything <laughs> to convince me, but it's not, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I'm not into those conspiracies. I think it was more likely, you know, man found a way to do it. Yeah. Um, but Let's who knows? Touch on- Let's touch on one conspiracy right now that came up in the uh, the news a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was hoping you're gonna do because I was gonna I was gonna bring it up so perfect time. What are you gonna talk about? Well, I hope it's the same one. I was gonna talk about the monolith that popped up. No, I wasn't. I was gonna oh, go. Oh, jeez, uh, I thought that was right when you're going for. No, I thought it's a good thing. I was gonna say let's say it on the count of three. It's a good thing we didn't do that. I was gonna yeah. mention the head of the Israeli Space Department, or like former oh. head. He was like the head yeah. of the like Space Department or whatever. Yeah. for like 30 years and uh he was talking about how like man's made contact with uh like martians and stuff like that and they they live in like underground basically like i don't even know the proper term like dugouts in mars and uh that human civilization is like interacting with them there in a very small basis because the general masses aren't able to handle the fact that we're not the only ones out there yet i saw the headline but you just kind of went deeper that's insane yeah he's like he's a reputable guy up up until he said that and i'm like you got to be tripping like, yeah but is he kind of like the scientist in the thor movies where he's like he's he's really credible and then he just loses his mind you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah yeah and then he just goes haywire it's something happened awful. he made a trip to mars himself and then yeah uh, something like one, didn't one work too out. many psychedelics <laughs> and now he's he's here you know it's not out of the realm of possibility though all jokes aside like who am i to to say i that i have all the answers that you know the general public has all the answers i think that's a bit uh bit far-fetched but but no even adding to that dude like the mysterious silver monolith that was that was found in utah i'm hearing something now i'm, I'm pulled up an article that it disappeared yeah, it's gone. And then they found another one in uh, Romania, I think. Yeah, Romania. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I think there was that. one more in like, I don't want to say Canada, but I thought there was a third monolith exciting. I'm going to have to watch that uh, 
oh, what's that? It's a really good movie. You know, the, <clears throat> what is it? It's like the aliens invade um, in LA, Los Angeles, something Los Angeles. Uh, what's that movie called? I'm going to pull it up because if you haven't seen this movie, you got to watch it. I don't think I have. Battle Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Dope movie. That's the one where like the ships go like invisible and stuff like that or yeah. something. That's yeah, that movie, movie is so I have good. to watch that now because we're talking about the monoliths and aliens. Who knows? This could be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Another monolith was just discovered or a couple of days ago was discovered in uh, California this time. Oh, geez. So it's this thing's making its rounds. It's traveled yeah, more than yeah. we have in 2020. Yeah. And I watched the video. He thinks it's like it's there's something inside of it. Like it doesn't sound like a solid piece hmm. of, of whatever it is. So. so if that monolith comes to Canada, do you think it has to quarantine for 14 days? I heard it's 10 now. I'm hearing uh, conflicting 10. reports. <laughs> so it may, I don't know if it's going to just average it out and do 12 days. I have no idea. <laughs> Safety first. But uh, yeah, I guess that's a good, good time to call it a wrap. I might go watch Battle Los Angeles. I think I probably should too. We'll uh, come back with a full movie breakdown uh, next you're gonna, episode. You're going to be wearing tinfoil on your head next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be recording in like bubble wrap so like the yeah. aliens don't get me. And <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, let's wrap it up here. Thank you everyone for tuning in to uh, episode two of the Founding Fellows podcast. And we haven't really talked about when we're going to drop yet, but I think maybe we should just touch on that real quick. I, I'm willing to propose a, a Tuesday, Friday drop for like yep. just initially if you're good with that Brady. tuesday friday is perfect for me perfect so yeah we're recording this thursday at about two o'clock so we're gonna have this live for you guys tomorrow on the 18th perfect so maybe i'll add it instead of watching a movie <laughs> there you go there you go all right guys uh all make guys. sure to uh you know follow our instagram i know it's small growing but uh yeah follow our social medias uh with time it'll grow and it'll just keep you up to date when we drop new episodes thanks for tuning in guys see ya